Shalom to all. Today we're going to be learning Mesechus Bikurim, Perak Dawid, Mishnehe, which is the very last Mishnah Mesechus Bikurim, and Mesechus Shabbos, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph. And that means don't forget to make sure that you have Mesechus Shabbos with you. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilu, Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarabas, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shamash, and Avon, Uliah, and Beschos, Rochabaz, Vargetul, and Daniel, Yazmin, Spy, Rochel, Ishbi, Gemesh, Vazarisha, Kayama, Bekarav Mamish. Now, with this Mishnah, we continue talking about Nandragonus, and the Mishnah tells us, Ketzad Enoi Shave, Loila Anashim, Veloila Anashim. Where do we see that an androgynous is not compared either to men or to women? So number one, ain't sarfin truma al toma zivasai. We're not going to burn truma because of his toma ziva. We said in previous Mishnahis that an androgynous will become tame with toma zav, just like a man and a woman. So if he has a white emission, he's tame like a man. If he has a red emission, he's tame like a woman. But let's say he only has one of these, so it's really only a suffix toma. We don't know for sure if he's tame because he might not be a man, he might not be a woman. And if he touches truma, so that truma is only suffix tame. So we're not going to burn that truma. Furthermore, he's not going to be chayev for going into the base of mikdash in this state of toma, because again, he's only a suffix toma. Mishnah continues, he's not sold as an evid ivri, as a Jewish slave, not like men or like women. We know that someone could be sold as a Jewish slave. When a man is sold, that's called an evid ivri. And why is a man sold as a Jewish slave? That's let's say he stole something and he wasn't able to pay it back, so he's going to be sold in order to pay it back. Now, how is a woman sold as an Amaha Ivriya? How is she sold as a Jewish servant? So her father is allowed to sell her as long as she's a Katana. This Andragonus is not allowed to be sold by his father up until the age of 12 because maybe he's not a female, maybe he's a male. And if he steals something and can't pay it back, we can't sell him either because maybe he's a female and not a male. The mission continues, He doesn't have an erachin. He doesn't have a value like men or women. No one's mean he doesn't have a value. So let's say a person says, My value, my erach is on me. Or erach That person's value is on me. So he has to donate a certain amount of money to the Beis HaMikdash. And how much money is that? So every person has a set erach. Every person has a set value. Males of a certain age have a certain value. Females of a certain age have a different value. Older, younger. Depending on what category you fit into, depends on how much much money your erech is. Well, this person, in terms of erech, is not like a man or a woman, so there'd be no chiv to donate money in such a situation. Now, Vim Amar, if a person says, Harini Nazir, Shazel Ish Isha, I'm going to be a Nazir because that person is not a man or a woman. Nazir, he's a Nazir because an Andragonus is not a man or a woman. Erbiyasi, says, just explaining the Tanakama, Andragonus Bria Bifne Atzmahu, and Andragonus is its own creation. were unable to determine with certainty if it's a man or a woman, and that's how we've had all these Mishnayas, then in some ways he's like a man, some like a woman, some like both, and some like neither. And now the Mishnah includes, Aval Tom Tom Enaikain. When we're dealing with a Tom Tom, it's not like that. What's a Tom Tom? That's a person that has a piece of skin that covers over their private part. Pa'amim shu ish, pa'amim shu isha. Now there's some Gersai that it's Aisafik ish, Aisafik isha, which means that he's either a man or a woman. We don't know what he is because he has a piece of skin covering his private area, but he's definitely either a man or a woman. He can't be both. So everything that we just learned in the previous Mishnayas doesn't apply to a tumtum. Slika Masechus Bikurim, Hajar Lach Seder Zrayim. With this we finish not only Masechus Bikurim, but also the entirety of Seder Zrayim, which is the first Seder of Shisha Sidre Mishnah. When it's close to be able to finish it together, and just like we finished this Seder together, we should be Zaychel to finish all of Shisha Sidre Mishnah together. And now moving right along to the first Masechta in Seder Mayed, that's Masechus Shabbos. Now, most of us know that there's 39 malachas. 
What are 39 malachas? So these are 39 categories of malacha which are not allowed to be done on Shabbos. And where do they come from? The Torah doesn't mention these 39 malachas. So these were the malachas that were done in the process of building the Mishkan. Now someone who's Ivran a malacha of Shabbos or even a Tailada, a subcategory of a malacha, can have one of a few things applied to him. Either he could be Chayv Skila, he's going to be killed by stoning. It could be he'll just be Chayv a Karbon, maybe he'll only be Chayv Malkus. Now it's very possible that a person that was Ivran malacha on Shabbos, what he did was usher but he's not high of anything. He's not going to get any punishment of sort. And now this is a very important point. When the Mishnah says putter, it does not mean that it's permitted to do so. Oh, he's putter, so he's allowed to do it. It means putter aval usr. He doesn't get punished, but it's still usr to do. And there's very few exceptions to this. Very rarely when the Mishnah says putter, it means putter mutter, that he's allowed to do it. Usually it means putter aval usr. He's potter from doing this, but it's usher for him to do. Now, the halachas of Shabbos are very complex and detailed, and we know that there's an entire chilek of Mishnah that's dedicated solely to Hilchas Shabbos. That's chilek Gimel, the third chilek of Mishnah is just about Hilchas Shabbos. And in his introduction to Hilchas Shabbos, the Chavetz Chaim famously says that the only way to keep Shabbos properly is to constantly be learning and chazring the halachas. And we also know that Shabbos is so much sweeter, it's so much more geshma keeping Shabbos when one knows what to do, and if feel confident that they're keeping the halachas properly. So as we begin this Masechta, we're taking the first step towards learning the proper halacha, because we know that Mishnah brings us to Gemara, which brings us to the halacha. Now that being said, let's remember that our limit of this Masechta is only for learning. It's not to be taken as literal halacha. And so if we mention in the course of learning, oh, because of this, you're allowed to carry something, you're allowed to open bottles, or you're allowed to do this or do that, don't take that literally. That's not the actual halacha. For all halacha-related things, ask your parents, the rav of your shul, your family's paisek, or someone who's able to pask in halacha Shabbos. Now let's focus on the beginning of the Masechta. There's one Malacha which is discussed disproportionately to the others. That means that we talk about it throughout this Masechta more than all other Malachas. And that's the last of the 39 Malachas, which is the Malacha of Haitza'ah. Now Haitza'ah literally might be translated as taking out, like the word Lahaitzi, but the real translation is transferring. Haitza'ah merishos l'rishos. Transferring from one rishos to another. And there are multiple rishuyais. What's the word Rishuyais? Well, the word Rishuyais is plural of Rishos. But the main Rishuyais that we're going to be discussing is Rishos Harabim and Rishos HaYachid. Rishos Harabim is a public domain, like a street, and Rishos HaYachid is a private domain, like your yard or your house. And one is not allowed to transfer from one Rishos to another and can possibly be Chayv Skila if he does so. And what's important to note for this Mishnah is that one can only be over the Malach HaVaitzah, Mida Ayraisa, is if they do both an Akira and a Hanacha of the object. The Akira is the lifting up of the object, and the Hanacha is the placing down of the object. So without further ado, we begin Meseches Shabbos, Parak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph, Yitzios HaShabbos, different types of Yitzios, different taking outs or transferings on Shabbos, Shtayim Shehein Arba Bifnim, Ushtayim Shehein Arba Bachotz. That's two, which is four inside, and two, which is four outside, which means that there's two Isurim Da'ai Raisa, and that becomes Four Isurim, because we add on another two Isurim der Abanon. So now the Mishnah says, Ketzad, how is this so? The Mishnah sets up the case, Ha'ani Ahmed Bachotz u Baal Bifnim. The Ani, the poor person, he's standing outside, and the Baal is standing inside. 
which means that the Ani is in the Roshas HaRabim and the Baal Bayas is in the Roshas HaYachid. So Pasha Ani is Yadei Lifnim, Let's say the Ani stretched his hand inside the house and then he put something into the hand of the Baal Bayas. So he just did the Akira in the Roshas HaRabim and the Hanacha in the Roshas HaYachid. Or he took something from the hand of the Baal Bayas and brought it outside, which means he did the Akira in the Roshas HaYachid and did a Hanacha in the Roshas HaRabim. So in this case, Ha'ani Chayev Baal Bayas Pater. The Ani is completely Chayev because he did both the Akira and the Hanacha, whereas the Baal Bayas' Pater, he didn't do anything. He was just standing there. So that's Tuisurim Da'iraisa. On to another Tuisurim Da'iraisa. Let's say, Pashad Baal Bayas is Yadai Lachotz, Venatsan Lasech Ani. The Baal Bayas, he's standing inside, he stuck his hand outside and placed something, let's say a loaf of bread, into the hand of the Ani. He did the Akira in his house, the Hanacha outside the house. Or he took something from the hand of the Ani and he brought it inside his house, which means that he did the Akira outside and the Hanacha inside. So in such a case, Baal Bayez Chayev Ha'ani Pater. The Baal Bayez is Chayev because he did both the Akira and the Hanacha and the Ani's Pater. The Ani didn't do anything. But now on to the two Yisurim Dirabanan in both of these cases. Let's say, Pashat Ha'ani is Yadei Lifnim, Vinata Baal Bayez Mitaycha. The Ani stretched his hand inside the house, but the Baal Bayez took something from it, which means that the Ani did the Akira and the Baal Bayez did the Hanacha. Or the Baal placed something into the Ani's hand, and then the Ani took his hand outside. So that means that the Baal did the Akira, and the Ani did the Hanacha. In this case, Shnei and Peturin, both of them are Pater. Each of them only did half of the Malacha. One did the Akira, one did the Hanacha. And as we say in the introduction, over here the word Pater means Pater Aval Aser. They're Pater, they're not going to be Chayv, because neither of them did a full Malacha, the Iraisa. But they were Ivor on Isra Dirabanon. Each of them did a half of Malacha, and that's not okay. So it's Aser for them to do this Lechatchila. And lastly, the Mishnah gives the other scenario that's Dirabanon. Pashat Baal Bayas is Yadei Lechotz, Venot Al Ha'ani Mitaycha. Let's say the Baal Bayas stretched his hand outside, and the Ani took something from it. So over here, the Baal Bayas did the Akira, and the Ani did the Hanacha. Or the Ani placed something into the Baal hand, and the Baal brought his hand inside, which means that the Ani did the Akira, and the Baal did the Hanacha. Shnei Baturin, again, in this case, both of them are Pater. Each one only did half of a Malacha, that's still an Isra Jarabonon, but they're not going to be Chayv for that. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mesech Shabbos, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Bez and Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.